0: Hey teachers, in this episode, I share the five areas you must review in your students' IEPs at the beginning of the school year. Before we get into it, I am looking for three new special educators to ask a handful of market research questions, preferably brand new or up to three years of experience, teaching elementary with a mild, moderate credential. I have nothing to sell, just purely market research. If you're interested, please go ahead and contact me at specialed at gmail.com or click the link on my show notes. All right. Now, this week's review is entitled, This Podcast is Amazing by Who underscore Cares at 169. It says, I absolutely love this podcast. I love how she talks about her journey getting into special education. She gives great tips and strategies for everything. Thank you so much for the review. If you'd like me to read your review, just pop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a quick one and I will read it in my upcoming episodes. All right, let's get into the show. Overwhelmed with how to set up your special ed classroom? Confused with teaching small groups? How will you work with your paraprofessionals and other service providers? Hey, friends, and welcome to Stepping Into Special Education. I'm Michelle Vasquez, a wife, mommy, and special education teacher. In this podcast, my mission is to supply new teachers with strategies through self-growth, classroom organization, and community building. If you're ready to jumpstart that classroom, have a plan for small groups, and learn how to work best with support staff, this podcast is for you. So grab that iced coffee and your favorite flare pen. It is time to get it started. We'll see you in the show. IEPs. Did anyone get scared with me just saying that or is it just me? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But y'all IEPs are scary for a teacher. They are, they can be very scary. What do I mean by that? It is intimidating for a teacher or as a case manager, especially your first time ever needing to write one or being exposed to one, right? This episode will not be going through how to write an IEP or dig that deep into it, but the most important parts of the document that you need to pay the most attention to when you begin the new school year. Of course, please read through the entire document, but these sections you really need to pay attention to the most. For those that are not sure what an IEP is, it's also known as your student's individualized education plan. It is a legal document for students who have an eligibility or disability that is impeding the child's learning that requires special education services. An IEP is formed by the student's parents and or guardians and other district personnel that know the child best. This document needs to be updated at an annual IEP to follow up on the child's progress, and also every three years at the student's tri annual IEP to get re evaluated or assessed to see if the child still requires special education services. As a student's case carrier, typically a SPED teacher, speech and language pathologist, or another district personnel, we are responsible for our students' IEPs, and that is intimidating especially when you hear the word legal, right? Coming in as a new teacher, seeing IEPs was the most intimidating thing of my career. I did get some training before becoming a teacher with my district, but I honestly felt the overwhelm of it all take over me because it is an entire learning process. Learning about the document And then on top of that, learning how to navigate the IEP document site that your district uses is extremely overwhelming. So I am hoping and praying you are personally getting the coaching you need from your district to learn how to navigate the site that houses your IEPs. But in the realms of today, right now during this recording, it's the beginning of September, and I'm sure some of you may have already started the school year or will be in the next coming weeks. Definitely reviewing those IEPs of your new students coming in, or if you have the same students from last year, a good refresher of their IEPs needs to be a priority. Before I begin, I wanna say a quick disclaimer. It is best to review the entire IEP document, but these five areas, I feel as my personal experience as a SPED teacher is what you really need to pay attention to, especially just starting the new school year. Whether you like to keep a hard copy of your IEPs, which I highly recommend, or keep it on your IEP document site, go ahead and grab a paper and pencil or a digital note-taking tool. I want you to focus on these five areas. All right, area number one, the information and eligibility page. This page locates the demographics of the child student info like birth date their grade level important IEP dates that which will be your deadlines that you need to calendar so you are aware and prepared when their annual IEP or triannual IEP date is coming up This page will also inform you of your student's primary and or secondary eligibility that the student qualified for special education services. So it can be listed as specific learning disability, autism, OHI, other health impairment, or uh, speech and language impairment, and so on. Area number two is the present levels page. This page houses the student's strengths and interests at the very top of the page. You can get a leg up on what to connect with with your student when you read this section. Sometimes they talk about if they are into maybe Mario Brothers or something more personal about the child or they love unicorns or their favorite color, something like that that's more personable with the child. And you can use this to connect with them on a personal level when they do walk into that classroom. On this page, you'll also see current data testing, any kind of data on there to give you more of an idea where the child is performing. And also you'll be able to see how they're performing in other areas of academics, gross and fine motor skills, vocational areas. And most importantly, the health info. This is very, very important. This is where you can see if they're taking any type of medications that the parent has shared with you, or if they have asthma or anything like that, that's very pertinent and important for all of us, the entire team and the school to know about, right? Area number three is IEP goals. I would love to go more in depth with IEP goals, and please let me know if you would like me to do so in the Facebook group or DM me on Instagram and let me know what questions you have about it. But with IEP goals at the beginning of the year, this will inform us with what areas academically and behaviorally our student is working towards. You will most likely have goals for speech, uh, occupational therapy, mental health counseling, also that you need to be aware of. IEP goals can help us organize that time of day when you work on goals or know what to progress monitor and or assess. Area number four is the service page. Really, really important, you guys. On this page, you can see the classroom accommodations that the child needs to access the curriculum better. But most importantly, are the different services your student has. For instance, SAI, which stands for Specialized Academic Instruction, which is us, the SPED teacher, most likely. Um, the student is with you the entire day, but in the comment section, it may say that the student gets mainstreamed in a particular subject in gen ed. So, you know, for language arts or math, this area will let you know what other services they may also be receiving. For instance, speech services, occupational therapy, mental health counseling, even the deaf and hard of hearing services or visual services impairment services. It depends on the child for sure, but you'll be able to see the minutes, how many times per week they should be getting it, or maybe even per month. Area number five is the notes section. This will give you an overview of what was discussed at the meeting that this document was made. It has pertinent information, like for instance, if there are any parent requests or any new assessments that need to be done or areas that need to be followed up on. Okay, I know I just threw you a whole bunch of info that you need to process right now. Just remember to take it slow, ask your questions, and advocate for yourself to make sure you get the help that you need. Do you remember in episode four, my Never Stop Learning episode, IEPs are part of your career life as a special ed teacher. So just take your time. It's not a sprint, okay, but a marathon. So to recap, the five areas you must review in your IEPs individual education plans at the beginning of the school year are number one, information and eligibility page. Number two, present levels, number three, IEP goals, number four, service page, and number five, the notes page. Remember, you still need to review the entire IEP document, but these five areas are areas that you really need to focus on, especially at the beginning of the school year. If you have an area that you need more help on or have any more questions, please join my free private Facebook group at www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash stepping into special ed. The link will be in the show notes. Join me there with fellow educators so we can support one another at this time of year. All right, my friend, make sure you breathe and have a great week. Take care. Hey, before you leave, If you felt this show taught you something and got you one step closer to where you want to be, please leave me a quick review and follow this podcast. It is the best thing you can do to keep the show going. Also, be sure to join my free Facebook group. You'll be able to connect with me and get support from fellow educators just like you. Remember that you do make a difference and that there's always that one student that can't wait to see you every single day. Till next time, my friend, take care.